Warning: This episode contains foul language, mentions of statutory rape and murder, and descriptions of creatures that are out of this world. for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we sit down with one of our friends and talk about something weird. This week we're taking a trip to the Lone Star State. We're going to be going on a hunt for monsters, murderers, and spooky locations in Texas. But comfort of my couch. My name is Ashley and this is my co-host Lauren. Hey weirdos. And joining us this week is a very funny guest. His debut comedy album Dangerless just released on iTunes last month. He's the host of his own hilarious podcast, Foster the Podcast, Ladies and Germs, Justin Foster. Ooh, hi. Hi, welcome. Hey, Th- Justin. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> Justin and I met at a bar, working at a bar, though. Yeah. That sounded yeah, cooler. Yeah, you should, that yeah, sounded cooler like, than my yeah. How fun. We met I lit her bar. cigarette. <laughs> It was a cute. <laughs> uh, but we worked at the bar, so it wasn't as fun nope. as I made it out to be. It was actually Boo. the worst. But we had fun. We talked about weird stuff all of um, the times. Yeah. Every day. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's <laughs> the way to do we it. We bonded over insane clown posse. Yeah, she's a big she's a big I fan. I'm not yeah. actually yeah. Juggalo? She used to no, jade a juggalo. Juggalo? I Am I not allowed to say that? David <laughs> Juggalo. Is oh gonna get my cut out? gosh. I, how have I never known this about you, you weirdo? Because it's embarrassing. She said there's like why. a group of us talking and she said that then everyone just goes, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, she just glossed that, that over it. my reaction. Yeah, I used to date a Juggalo. I was in eighth grade, first of all, okay. and I didn't know, I did not have prior knowledge that he was a Juggalo. Yeah. I, just and the makeup happened, on her collar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What happened was it was Halloween and I went as one of the girls from Coyote Ugly, which Uh meant that I wore a like studded cowgirl hat and like a shirt with rhinestones on it. I was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. grade. Yeah, spray people with water. Exactly. (laughs) And he went as a scary clown thing, but like with like punk clothes on (laughs) and a scary clown makeup. And I was like, that's scary. I love love your costume. Costume. Yeah. Costume. This is my life. (laughs) (laughs) This is my life. (laughs) And then um, a couple like months later, he was wearing it again. And it obviously wasn't Halloween anymore. And I was like, what's happening? It's Christmas. I don't know Christmas. what's going on. Um, and I found out he was a juggalo. That would so make you a former juggalette. I, Ooh, yeah. one of the juggalettes. Mm. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry. He's the first boy that put his hand in my pants. All right. He was looking for Fago. <laughs> <laughs> in his defense. <laughs> Let's give the guy some credit. Yeah. He was just stealing her wallet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ashley. Uh, yeah. 
So, we, so we became friends after that. So anyway, great. On, that was and really what a friendship did it. was born. <laughs> a friendship was that born. Was like, You're, you make bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> you make bad choices. I also Why? used to j- date a juggalo and her defense. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. Let's dive into this, one. guys. I did have Jinkos. Does that count? I used to Jinko jeans. You were basically a juggler. Yeah, you were halfway much. there. Yeah, pretty Them much. Jinko jeans. Yeah, with like the racing stripe down the side. Oh, God. They were the Chain worst. When did you wear, or the best. When did you wear Jinkos? When I was in high At school? a Taking Back Sunday concert? No, this is way before <laughs> Taking <laughs> Back like, Sunday. Yeah, I was like, Jinkos were before yeah, this that. Is like, taking Back Sunday, I feel like, was when like the skinny pants Skinny jeans, yeah. Yes, I had a pair of very, very skinny um capri black capri pants, but they had the crisscross like straps that went across yeah. the butt. Mm-hmm. Do you nice. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. would be like Limp Biscuit, yes, 311 uh, Grassroots. Oh my God, 311. Uh, oh, yeah. 40 Ounce to Freedom Era. Yeah. <laughs> maybe That's some corn, Life maybe is some Peachy. Maybe some chocolate starfish yeah. and hot yeah. dog yeah. flavored water. Maybe $3 bill, y'all, actually. I would go way before chocolate. Okay, we're getting real deep <laughs> Anyways, in the Limp Biscuits um, category. <laughs> welcome Limp Biscuit. to Keep It Weird. I feel like Limp Biscuit. we could have a whole episode on Limp Biscuit. We really could. We could have everyone's episode. tuned out and we will find out yeah. on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, we'll everybody just iTunes. stopped listening to this episode as uh, soon as they heard them. Hi, everybody. This is a Hometown Haunts episode, and those episodes are where we talk about the home state of our guest and all the weird shit that goes on there. So you are from Texas? I am from Texas, yeah. What part? I'm from Dallas. Okay. Yeah. And uh, home of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. movie that's not about Texas or filmed in nope. Texas. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, um, RoboCop was filmed in Dallas. Was it really? It was supposed to be Detroit. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. That's weird. That I was seems like, so why? weird. Yeah, right. You would just think they would just film in Detroit. Yeah, it costs eight dollars to film in Detroit. Right. Why well, you got to just... kick all the you got to kick all the juggalos out. Yeah. First. Oh my God! They're all in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't think that one through. Uh, so you're from a part. Here's the thing about Texas. Have ne- would you, will you ever move back? Mm-hmm. You will? Oh, yeah, you like I love Texas? Dallas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, sure. see, I've never been. Like I've never been. And the only place that I would go in Texas is Dallas or Austin. Yeah, I would love sure. to visit I Austin. I hear Austin's yeah. very cool. Because I, but I feel like if I live in Austin, it's like if I leave Austin, I'm still in Texas. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if I wasn't in the entertainment industry, I would definitely be probably back home for sure. I really liked it there. It was really painful to leave. Yeah. Like, I still miss it all When did the you time. leave? I've been out it six years, seven years. Oh, six really? Six and a half, yeah. Something like that. I've been out here longer than you have. Yeah, you have. That's crazy. Yeah, it was painful though. I yeah. like was like, oh my, I was like crying like for like three you days. Little bitch. Oh my yeah, God. <laughs> I was like, calling my mom. Called my mom as soon as I got here. Which is weird because she was in the car with me. No, uh, yeah, it is. Like, yeah, but I like it though. It's like, uh, but you know, it's Texas. It's hot. It's it's yeah. hot when it's hot. It's cold when it's cold. And sure. but you know, still got love for it. You know. Did you live in a place that was near downtown? Were you in? Yeah, like, I mean, everything's area? like, yeah, like 12 minutes from downtown, okay. 12 miles, a minute, a mile. Or like North Dallas is like really popping now with like all my friends like own restaurants and businesses Ooh. there. And like, you know, it's just kind of. You can actually have a cool life there yeah. now. Yeah. People like go like, yeah, you just go and do like you go to the lake on Sundays and yes. you have barbecues and you go see yeah. concerts. And... You know what I miss? Uh, a mile a minute. A minute a mile. A mile a minute. Yeah. yeah. Parking. Mm-hmm. Turning Parking. left. Yep. Turning left would be Turning awesome. left yeah. when it was allowed. <laughs> right. Like, or you could do it without getting hit by a car. You could do it safely yeah. without getting they a ticket. They stingy yeah. with those arrows out here, aren't they? There's yeah. an arrow. There's one arrow per town, I think. <laughs> yeah, <there's one. laughs> so true. Half the time it doesn't actually, like, work. Nope. Or, like, they don't use it. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is this on a sensor or a timer? Right, like, right. Why? How does this there, work? There's an arrow here. And why then I have friends you... come to visit me and they, like, borrow my car or whatever. I'm like, okay, listen. 
the light's going to turn green. Do not go. Because two to three cars are running a uh-huh. red light to turn left. Oh, so yeah. just and they're don't like, go, yeah. just and they don't one believe Mississippi, me. Two Mississippi. Yeah. Get away. Yep. Now it's safe. Yep. You can't just peel off right away because eight cars will turn in front yep. of you. Yeah, yeah. So those like those little things that like washer and dryers. Ugh. Oh, remember that? What I wouldn't give. Oh. Beautiful days. I don't have a dishwasher. Nope. <laughs> All either. right, you're 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 really selling me on Texas. You guys want to move um, now? Go to Dallas. Let's go to Dallas, guys. <laughs> There's often. a lot of space there. I, I hear. Know. Dude, my apartment—it's stupid. My old apartment before I moved out here was—you had like a three-story. Dude, it was like, amazing. I lived above for a bar. Six hundred a month. Oh right? my god. Twelve hundred square feet, hardwood Fun. floors. It was. Uh, I think we paid six hundred. Me and my rent paid six hundred, so it was like twelve hundred dollars total. Hardwood floors, parking spot, gym, swimming pool, like stupid. And then you that come here and you're like, thanks absurd. for the closet. Here's like, $9,000. dollars square it's for feet. my tiny closet. Right. And I have to pay $1,700 a month. You don't have a washer dryer or a dishwasher. Nope. Yeah, no hot water. I also, just there's do... a there's an SUV outside with three dead bodies in it. Yeah, right? in Burbank. <laughs> Burbank. We have to. Yes. I have to do dishes in the shower if I want to save hot water. <laughs> oh, my it's gosh. It's absurd. But we're by the beach, guys. But we're by the beach. But we are by the beach. was the last time you were at the beach? I know. I never go. The last time I was at the beach. I live on the exactly. west side too, yeah. and I never go. Nope. I'm 10 minutes from the beach. Yeah. Yep. Never go. The With only the time I go to the beach is when someone visits and they're like, I want to go to the beach. And I'm yeah, like, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, right. Do you have a exactly. whole day? Yep. Great. So, uh, yeah. So I, I do miss it. It was uh, it was fun, but I like it out here too. This, I, I show yeah. up this place a lot, but I, I still love Los Angeles. Mm. LA's, gr- LA's grown on me. I've been out here for like um, nine years, so I would hope that it is grown on me. I do feel like you've recently kind of had a change of heart about it. Like within the last year, it really took. I remember when I first moved out here and it was like, give it a year. And then I was like, I've given it a year. I hate it. And Mm -hmm. it was like, give it five years. And it's like, what? Yeah. It took me at least three. Once people started saying, like, give it 10 years, it was like, if you need 10 years to love a place, right. maybe that place isn't that great. Maybe right. you should skedaddle. <laughs> it's like if you were in a relationship, you're like, okay, you're going to love this person in 10 years. Yeah. Like, just oh, I'm just going to leave now. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll just find someone else. This other girl has hot water. In <laughs> 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 a parking spot. In a parking spot. I wonder, I'm very curious to see if you know of any of the weird stuff we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Well, I mean, probably. you knew about your topic. Yes. Waco. T- yes. Do you have you? So you have other ones that involve like Texas that took place in Texas or people all that are of from them Texas? take place in Texas. Okay. Oh there yeah, was a we few both that did I was, Texas. Okay. Lines. There's a few that I looked up of people that were like born in Texas and then oh. went off to do horrific oh, no. stuff elsewhere. We put it all on Texas. <laughs> great. All right. Great. Great. great I great. have yeah. some Texas haunts. She's got some Texas monsties. Oh, nice. <laughs> I went to one Texas haunt. It was a uh, an abandoned like sorority house that used to be a morgue. What? Great. And, yeah, and dude, there was like this chat. We went there, and it was like it was my buddy used to go to school there, right? It was like his fraternity. It's long since been closed down, and he was like, "Dude, I give you twenty five dollars if you just go walk in and stand there for five minutes." And I couldn't do it. Really? I I couldn't oh, either. I could not do it. It was terrible. You were just alone in there. It was me just... and my buddy, and then another guy, and they were outside smoking cigarettes. They would not okay, come in, yeah. and so I attempted to like, oh, I got this, and I walked in, and I was like, nope. And I just turned around and left. So yeah. you probably do the same. Yeah. When you're in there alone and in like, especially when you know, okay, I have five minutes and you start overanalyzing right. and thinking about everything. And the whole I, trip I'd was him telling me out. all the weird, bizarre stuff that happened when he went to school there. I'm yeah. like, it's, it hadn't gotten better. Now yeah. they're shut down. Tell me that shit afterwards. <laughs> yeah. After yeah. we drive away. That's when people went to school there. I'm sure now it's like horrifically worse. Yeah, I'm sure. So now nah, I can do it. Have you traveled a lot of Texas? You're a stand-up comedian. Yeah. So do you oh. perform in a lot of st- 
cities all, in Texas? Yes, all. pretty much all. All, all cities of them. in Texas. Yeah. I performed so far south that it was like we had to drive through Mexico to come back oh in my God. to the gig. Yeah. Holy buckets. Yeah. Well, you were weren't you um weren't you voted like funniest comedian in Texas a couple times? I did. Yeah, you know, I did a contest. <laughs> no, man, damn. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, three years in a row. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I did a contest. Uh, there was a I contest. Stole the title. Yeah, I was in. I had made it to the top five or six every year for three That's years. Amazing. In a row. Yeah, awesome. a nice little trophy. Get it? Oh my yeah. god! What's it? Is it like a standard trophy shape, or is it like a microphone? It's a hand holding a, a microphone that looks very phallic. Oh no! <laughs> and I was super Actually, proud of them until someone was like, "Yeah, what's that? Is that yeah. a, like a penis dick. trophy there?" All right, we're not displaying these anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that in another. <laughs> I'm gonna That's hide that under private, my bed. My yeah. private toy. Right, it's Collection. in a drawer by the bed, <laughs> yeah. which people find weird. Um, I'm like, hey, stop going through my stuff. It's made of rubber. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, I made it myself. Uh, there is no, there okay, was no contest. Okay, didn't win any contest. <laughs> there, there was no contest. Okay, so welcome to Keep It Weird. Today hey. we're talking about Texas and all the weird shit in there. I'm talking about monsters today. I got very excited. I know. She's lifting is... her paper in the air, <laughs> listeners, and doing a cheer. This has been a very exciting day in general because I'm talking about monsters as I usually do on our Hometown Haunts episodes. And um, You do. I uh-huh. don't even ever mean that It just that kind happen, of accidentally happens. You usually ask I, me, like, I hey, love what monsters, do you do? so I don't yeah. care. It's kind of perfect. I'm really into it. And when it comes to cryptids, though, I'm finding now that this is our like fourth Hometown haunts, mm-hmm. I think. I think so. We did Michigan, Michigan, California. California. This is Texas. Oh, and, is that it? Oh, maybe that is it. Maybe that oh, is it. Oh, but then we did that one. Will we did like an ancestor? That's right. One so that it's was kind, kind of, of hometown. When it comes to cryptids, all of the states seem to have like the same ones. There's mm-hmm. like one that's kind of Sasquatchy, and then there's one's kind of like yeah. river monstery, and then there's yeah. There's always like a bride. Right? Yeah, it's like a crying woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost her. Whatever. XYZ. Yeah, Texas has that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. everyone has it. like their own legends. Which, like, you say that, and it kind of seems like I'm trying to like discredit it. But that, no, to me, especially with the monsters, maybe with like the ghosts, but like especially with the monsters, it's like that just to me makes it seem like there are creatures like that yeah. all over. Well, I think lady, it almost confirms it more. Yeah, the lady, the White Rock Lake lady. I don't know if you, yeah, you saw, my mom saw her. Yeah, before no. there really? was all before you could just Google it. Like she would tell me about it, right? When she was driving, then she saw it and whatever. And I was like, okay. And then like now that we have the internet and stuff, you can see that other people. You know, now it's all coming out that other people have. So she was like, she was like, I get like the hipster of the White Rock. Like she saw it before it was cool. <laughs> who was this? Uh, my mom. Oh, your mom? Yeah, did? yeah. She was driving. There was a woman in a uh, wedding dress who stepped in front of her car, and they like drove through her. And slammed on the brakes and turned around. There was nothing there. Oh That's my god! Crazy. She would tell me that story all the time, right before bed. Uh, turns out, <laughs> yeah, right before bed. Uh, but yeah, perfect time. And she now you're like, oh wow, up. a lot of people. A so, lot of people have seen this woman. Yeah, so. yeah. I actually have some stories at White Rock Lake. That's, that's like think. where the bodies go too. I know. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I used to look <laughs> right. right by there. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. lucky you. Yeah, oh yeah. Thanks. <laughs> So, yeah, I just think that that kind of like solidifies the fact that there is a giant bird in the United States somewhere. Totally. There is a giant wolf man or whatever the hell. Anyway, one of the most interesting cryptid encounters that took place in Texas was actually a creature that is more popular south of the border. 
Sightings of the creature date back to the 50s and 60s, and the creature was thought to be a superstitious legend of Latin America until sightings began to occur in Texas, the infamous Chupacabra. Yeah, I knew it. Justin looked at me and called it right away. He's like, it's Yes, yes. So for anyone who hasn't heard of this ugly little shit, (laughs) composite drawings of witness accounts describes the chupacabra as about four feet tall, weighing about 70 pounds, having grayish skin with spikes or perhaps matted hair running down its spine. Just the grossest. Short arms with claws (laughs) and rear legs similar to those of a kangaroo. I was going to say, does it look like a T-Rex? Yeah, kind of. I don't think it has that little of arms. I think I just think the back legs are longer, which makes the front legs look shorter yeah. but this thing if it stood upright is supposedly like full grown seven feet tall which okay. is insane Ooh. so before I get started telling you about some of the Texas encounters with the chupacabra I have to add that this morning I woke up to a Facebook message on our uh, Keep It Weird it. Facebook page of a girl who sent me a picture of something that was found I think it was posted yesterday from Argentina this um, photograph from a security camera hit the news outlets of a creature that had attacked and killed a pit bull and a German shepherd in Aww, Argentina. Poor dog. Uh, it's being described as a seven-foot beast that is half human and half animal. Other locals are claiming it's a demon, and of course, a lot of people think it may be a full-grown chupacabra. And not only that, but just this morning, an online news outlet based out of North Carolina shared a photo taking on a hunting taken on a hunting cam of a creature that looks like a very tall dog with little to no hair and a long whip-like tail like a monkey. Um, Its head is hidden by bushes in the photo, but it does look like it has an elongated snout and long kangaroo-like back legs. Look at these sons of bitches. Oh, the top one is from Argentina. The top one makes me want to crawl. But look, look at the doorway. Look at how tall it is compared to the door. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's That's got some size. Oh, and the weird monkey tail on the bottom picture. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, it's not a monkey. No. <laughs> At sure first isn't. I was like, oh, that could be a nope. No. Yeah. You're like, well, it's <laughs> that a. That could uh-uh. be a. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. I don't wow. know what that is. The top picture just made me feel so weird inside. I, hate it. I don't like it. Well, the funniest part, Ugh. too, is that Ew. I got that message and then I got to work and this was on my desk because the guy I work with knows I like weird stuff and I guess he saw the story Shut today, up. too. Oh, he blew so it up. the photo was blown <laughs> he up. He printed for you. off this picture and put it on my desk and was like, he didn't oh say gosh. anything. I just got in. I was like, so I know you guys can't see what I'm showing them, but I'm going to post these pictures on our um, oh, Facebook see. and our Instagram. They're pretty, They're pretty gnarly. I hate it. The top one, the arms. What's happening? I like. I, I can't show it to me. We again. don't. Okay. <laughs> we, we'll stop talking about it. So that just <sighs> happened today and yesterday. Which is so, hilarious. Still Meant sightings of the chupacabra, the, the beast. Um, beast. I think chupacabra, doesn't it? St- I should know this. I researched it, but mm-hmm. isn't it goat sucker? Isn't that what it's? Is the, that what it means? The, the, yeah, the what chupacabra means? Oh, I'm means. actually not sure. I think it's goat sucker chupacabra. because the, it's it's supposedly drinks the blood. It like doesn't slaughter the animals. It doesn't eat the animals. Just it just drains drinks them the blood. blood. <sighs> um, there's like That's two late. puncture, like w- one or two puncture wounds in these animals. That's and like just a little vamp. Drained. Yeah, it looks like a little vamp. <laughs> it's like vampire. a little half her like part dog part kangaroo part monkey 
Oh, yeah. It comes from the... the Full vampire. The name comes from the animal's reported habit of attacking and drinking the blood of livestock, especially goats. Yes. Goat sucker. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Uh, As I said, it's more of a Latin American legend, and it was kind of... uh, it, It was just kind of known as like a superstitious, like, oh, it's just a Latin American superstition until there were two incidents, two big incidences in um, Texas. Okay. Which, you know, borders Mexico. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, which is surprising. Like, you think someone would have tried to shoot it by now in oh, Texas. Oh, you know I mean? they did. That's why it's in Argentina. They shot it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it went to Argentina. Yeah, I'm out of here. Okay, so... Uh, one of the most famous accounts that came out of Texas actually happened in 2004. Nick Redfern from Dallas and Jonathan Downs from the British Center of Fortean Zoology had traveled to Puerto Rico in search of the chupacabras. And they spent a week traveling around uh, a little rainforest through there, the lowlands and the farms, interviewing an entire like range of people, ranchers, policemen, government employees, members of the public, and even veterinarians that had had experiences with these creatures and couldn't, couldn't, not a single one of them could have told them what it was. They knew it wasn't a dog. That was it. Right. And they were particularly impressed by the witnesses and their consistent account of finding their animals, usually chickens and goats, drained of blood via one or two small puncture marks, usually on the neck. Um, Several people they spoke with had seen the chupacabras up close and described it like it usually is a body somewhat like a monkey, but large. Some of some of them actually said large, leathery, bat-like wings. But I think it was more like the skin. Sure. But sw- I don't think it was like wings. Skin. It was like flappy, <laughs> yeah. leathery, leathery flappy skin, skin on their armpits. Oh, good. That'd be crazy if it had wings, too. Yeah, it's like, team right. too much, that's like, guys. That's like, that's okay. team too much. What did you eat, drink, or smoke before you <laughs> saw this thing? Another uh, thing that was interesting about the Puerto Rican uh, sightings was the um, the fact that many people who had seen the chupacabras had also seen strange balls of glowing light in the same vicinity of where the attacks occurred. Ooh. So the lights would range from tennis ball size to basketball size and were seen moving through the rainforest and across their property. And several of the witnesses told them that the lights seemed to demonstrate evidence of intelligence, at least in terms of how they like moved in and out of the trees, like around okay. things. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like they were just like floating through like sure. a like um like you know how every town has the legend of like the the lights in the distance, but yeah. it's really just a highway nearby. Right. But these were li- these lights were like actually like moving, moving through around. Sound. Interesting. Okay. Uh, most of the people they spoke with were unacquainted with each other, so it made even more it even more interesting that their testimonies would match up, and it suggests some sort of unique connection between the sightings of the chupacabras and the strange lights. Um, and then this same year, in July and October, there were rash chupacabra sightings in Texas. A rancher reported shooting one of the creatures and notified authorities of the possibly diseased animal that was killing all of his livestock. At one point, 35 of his chickens disappeared in one day. 35? 35 That is so many chickens. Pictures were taken of the creature, but the rancher uh, buried the remains before further investigations could be performed. Because he didn't know that it was possibly like not just a coyote. Right. But on a television newscast later, the rancher found and took the buried remains and samples of tissue and blood uh, were taken from the animal for analysis. 
Now, the interesting thing about the results, the news stories pretty much ended. Like, no one followed up with him at all, which seems kind of crazy that, like, no one would, like, check up until, I think it was 2009. Yeah, 2009, a reporter for a zoology website decided to um, follow up on what happened with the DNA testing. And the story gets even weirder. The rancher sent bones to the University of California, Davis, which I don't know where that is. He UC said, Davis. Yeah, Davis. Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. That's a thing? Mm-hmm. Really? I was yeah. there two weeks ago. Oh, cool. Were you performing? <laughs> Are they nice? I was. Yeah, they're they super nice. You? They like yeah. your jokes? Yeah, okay. yeah. They, you know, they're cool. All man. the chickens were missing, but they yeah. were okay. <laughs> it was a good show. <laughs> he said that they told them that very little DNA in the bones was retrievable due to exposure to heat and possible radiation. Pardon? What? What's that you said? Why? How? So that's crazy. Yeah, what? They couldn't complete the testing, um, yet at the same time claim the sample was unusual and matched nothing else they could see. Ooh. And that would explain the lights, right? The radiation? The radiation? Yeah. I don't know. Ah, like, is it... That's a theory. Was it a close encounter? Are they, like, from space? Like, what's happening? Are they aliens? Could we don't be. know. Then a bone was sent to a man claiming to be a graduate student at a northern university he was not, and the bone could not be retrieved. Like, he lied about uh, who he was. Just, just to get a, the bone? Yeah. Chupacabra bone around a necklace right? somewhere? Ha. Is he men in black? What's going on? Could be. Then he tried to get a bone tested in a private lab in East Texas, but the lab claimed to be overworked with criminal investigation tests and never finished testing the bone samples. Then he sent a bone via the History Channel, because I guess someone likes... Sure. That's what the History Channel does now. Yeah. It investigates monsters and ghosts so sure. and aliens. So I guess he was on some show or something. And they sent a bone in to New York University. And they claimed that the bone was too damaged due to exposure to the elements and heat. They were only able to grab the mitochondrial DNA and not the nuclear DNA. So it wasn't enough to show. Well, it was enough to show that the beast was not related to coyotes. But that was about it. Okay. So wow. we know it's not a coyote, and that's literally all we family. know about it. That's crazy. And also it had been exposed to radiation. And this poor dude's like, I've got bones. You guys, please, just take them. <laughs> just take, what take is this? all the bones. Yes. Someone tell me what this is. Right, you want another one? Here, here's a femur. <laughs> I have all the bones for you. <laughs> Let me know. Well, then that same year in October, a Lufkin resident shot and killed a very similar creature. He was alerted by his dogs that there was something underneath his house. And he also was missing chickens, a ton of chickens. So he crawled, he like army crawled under and shot the animal and dragged it out with a rope, which seems really extreme. Very (laughs) Texas. Dramatic. Very Texas. Texas. Sounds pretty Texas. And uh, he called his daughter, who was a local veterinarian, and uh, she came out. She could not identify what type of animal it was, despite it dying only hours before so it wasn't like super decomposed and she was like i don't know yeah um oddly enough while she was driving out to the home one of these identical creatures darted out in front of the uh, in front of her vehicle and some animal experts have speculated it was the mate of the killed animal oh no (laughs) i don't know if it was actually the mate i mean i guess they could travel in pairs but whatever (laughs) pictures of the creature it are gross. They it looks like an emaciated animal with bluish gray skin. Mm. It looked like a starving greyhound with a serious case of mange. Its mouth okay, this thing is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Its mouth had 
upper and lower canine teeth and like a rat it had a rat like tail like that picture yeah. like a monkey like rat like tail yeah just really it barely long. had any hair it had an overbite that was like two inches longer Ugh. than its lower like mandible it had its teeth were almost like tusks like it had two lower teeth and two upper teeth they it almost sounds like a giant out of its rat. mouth kind of <laughs> it kind of looked like a giant rat but then it had like long back legs like a kangaroo oh, right. And um, another thing that was interesting, the veterinarian, um, she went into detail about this thing. And she said that at one point she tried to, it had like big ears, like a fox. Mm -hmm. Hmm. She tried to pick up the ear because they were taking photos of it. She tried to pick up the head by the ear and the ear crumbled like a cookie. What? It had only been dead for one hour. The ear crumbled in her hand like it was nothing. Right. She said that the skin was like flaky like dust, which reminded me of Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. When like he leaves the fingerprint and it like floats away because he's a thousand years old. But again, it had only been dead for an hour. Yeah. Also, the bullet wound wasn't bleeding. Like you could see the blood from where the bullet entered, but never exited somehow. And there was it wasn't bleeding. That's, that's so weird. That's what did so they do strange. with the, What did they do with the body? The well, corpse? they they ended up sending it to. Let's see, Davis. Davis, no. don't send it to Davis. Don't do it. So guy um, again wrote in. Hey, can I have another bone? Hey, can I? Have, we need some more bones. Oh, uh, we need a bone. Oh, this was interesting. So she said that. Um, it was emaciated, really starved, which is strange. Seeing it, it, it this this one had been taking like ten chickens a day. Right. So like, yeah. why was you it? You should look full. Why did it look so? But she also said that its teeth were in really excellent condition, which wouldn't have, and its gums, yeah. which wouldn't be the case if it was starving. Right. And also, um, it did not have toenails. It had claws. And the difference is that claws, canines have a quick. Mm-hmm. You know the little like. Oh, I don't know. What is it like a vein yeah. or or something that goes through? Because if you the... cut it, it bleeds. Yeah, if yeah. you cut it, that's what you yeah. have to like make sure you don't cut when right. you're clipping their toenails. But claws don't have those; they're just solid bone. Okay, ish. They're like fingernails, kind of, um, but stronger, obviously. So it had claws, not toenails. Interesting. So it's not a dog. Um, where did they send it? Oh, so she took the animal to a biologist, who he told her it was a coyote, and she said no. It's not. She so she was a, a veterinarian for twenty years. She was a dog breeder, and before that, she worked at a zoo. Right. Like, like knows her not, stuff. Not, yeah. yeah. She took it to a biologist, hoping he could help because she didn't know what it was. And he was like, "It's a coyote." And she's like, like "No, no, not. sir." But he couldn't explain the shape of the jaws, the overbite, the condition of the head, the skin, like the crumbling, the ear. crumbling ear, the cookie ear. Like he couldn't explain Ugh, anything. So, so weird. He got out his like biology books and couldn't find it anywhere in the books. No skulls match the animal. So she went to the Texas Animal Health Commission. This was kind of a funny thing. The vet there was out, but was supposed to get back to her. Apparently never did. Uh, Rude. And uh, she emailed pictures she took to the local zoo. They couldn't help. The best they could do was say it was a Mexican hairless dog, but there were too many things against that theory, like the yeah. fact it wasn't a dog. Right. I used to uh, own a Mexican a hairless dog, dog and uh, its ears did not crumble. Yeah. And it for so sure had yeah, toenails. It sure, for sure had toenails. So what the fuck? Did it bleed? Yeah. Um, it did. <laughs> 
was a to bleeder. To this day, no one has identified this animal, despite tissue samples being sent to several facilities, bones being sent to several facilities, pictures of it are all over the place. Um, sightings of this type of animal have occurred ever since, including yesterday and the day before, apparently. And um, what's really interesting to me is the fact that the scientific community like doesn't seem to care. I don't think that there's like some mystical monster running around, but like, wouldn't you want to identify this? As like a species, right? Yeah. Like Would you be excited to name just this as or a scientist? Yeah. Right. right? Yeah, as a scientist, <laughs> in the or name of science, to prove them wrong at least. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let me look at it to sh- to prove mathematically and scientifically what it is and what it is not, and the fact that they're just like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Like yeah, I've got sure. paperwork to do, whatever. Yeah. It's like just look at it, just tell us what it's not. Just what is it? Yeah, and, and this could be an amazing scientific discovery. If yeah, you give it a little more time. It's crazy. So that's nuts. Yeah, that's pretty So those crazy. were the major, I mean, obviously, like, we'll probably talk about this chupacabra a little bit more when we talk, well, if when we ever talk about, like, Mexico, because they have so many chupacabra stories. And again, even in Mexico, like, completely unidentified, no one's come up with any explanation as to, like, what it is. Right. They could tell you what it's not. It's right. not a dog. It's not a dog. It's not a coyote. It's not a coyote. So Jay, that's something. It's not but a fox. What is it? It's not a wolf. It's not a wolf. So what? You it? might be onto something. What if it's a rodent of some kind, like, like a, a giant, crazy rodent, kangaroo <sighs> rodent Ugh. hybrid? Ugh. Yeah, because it, it sounded like a rat and a kangaroo with mated. Gorilla which legs. What? With gorilla legs, and Ew, like look uh, at it. Some. Let me see. Look at it. It has like hands. It looks like it has hands from like. Um, I'm not I'm not looking at the top. One. <laughs> look, at the look at the top. One. Look at the top one. That's what we're looking at. Yeah. What the? I can only look at the bottom. No, I'll look at it again. Yeah, I. It has like, <laughs> so blown up. It has like picture. human hands. Yeah, it kind of does. That's for oh, real. Oh, like you know the skinniest arm. Yeah, you yeah. know the scene in American Werewolf in London where he transforms and his hands grow. Yep, that's yeah. what it looks that's like. Exactly, it what does. It looks like. Now I, I can't it. stop looking at it. If this thing stood up, if you look at the door in that picture, if that thing did stand up, it'd be taller than it'd the be door. seven feet tall. Yeah. Yeah, they were just tired of getting shot at, so they moved. Yeah, That's yeah, why. they had to move. They were on. like, Texas Ugh. is way too dangerous. We're going to we're Maine. Going to, uh, yeah, we're going to Maine. <laughs> they haven't. Yeah, that one was in North Carolina. Yeah, so I yeah, feel exactly. Like, like we're going someplace where people don't. Yeah. You should come to L.A., guys. This we guy don't. army crawled under the porch <laughs> with a rope. They're just too to intense kill me. for us. Drag me out with a rope. Anyway, so is it an alien? Is it a monster? I don't know. Will we ever know? I have one more, and this one you may know about possibly. White Rock Lake? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. I was making sure that was what we talked about yes. earlier. Yeah. Do you have any White Rock Lake stories? I read about it a little bit today, but Great. continue on. So this is like my favorite creepy Texas legend that I found. Um, White Rock Lake is in Northeast Dallas, mm-hmm. right? Did you spend a lot of time there? I lived right by there. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, you said your house time. was right next yeah. to it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the north part is like a state park. Tell me if I'm wrong about any of this. Okay. I just like researched it. And the southern part is like lake houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. cool. Yeah. And then the whole thing is surrounded by like a nine mile jogging trail and bike path. Yes. It sounds beautiful. It's like, this sounds lovely. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's bike path like like Law and Order first five minutes of the episode <laughs> where you find you know what I mean like that <laughs> type <laughs> of <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> with the joggers like jogging and then looks off into the distance is like oh my god you know because that's body. where the body is right. yeah. yeah I found a body Great. yeah exactly. Um, but it's it's you know it's a large park fishing jogging biking picnics people sail mm-hmm. that's what I read frisbee kids frisbee. feeding ducks you get it it's beautiful but 
This place is dark as hell. Yeah. Oh my god. Creepy. There's so much stuff going on there that's creepy. There's an old cemetery dating from the mid 1800s that's rumored to be haunted. The death by drowning is pretty astounding yep. actually Higher it didn't it look be. it didn't look like that big of a lake to it's have this not. many deaths and by that's drowning. the thing it's not at all and the bodies aren't found that's what some of the bo- i mean not probably some of the bodies are found but there's like an abundance of bodies who just like were not found yeah there's uh at least one person who's committed suicide at the lake by hanging himself from a limb of a large tree at the water's edge. Mm-hmm. There's a ghost sighting on the lake known as the Lady of the Lake, mm-hmm. where multiple Lady people have reported seeing and hearing what they believe to be a 19-year-old named Hallie who drowned on a boating accident in 1927. Yep, that was the lady that my mom saw. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Whoa, it's bonkers. <laughs> There's, um, in 1934, a small plane crashed into the lake, killing every passenger. That's crazy. Can't we have talked we too much about We probably shouldn't plane talk crashes. about planes. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Lauren's flying this weekend, and she's like, it's all fun. she's losing it. Um, in 1941, 27-year-old John Howard, a world record holder for underwater swimming, inexplicably drowned in the lake. And runners have repeatedly spoken of frequent strange cold spots encountered near the area where a man named J.C. Hacker drowned in 1938. He was one of the victims whose body was never recovered. Mm. Um, And even in the hot Dallas summer months, there's one particular spot that always feels coolish. Gross. I I know. So the strangest story of all of them, however, is the story of the goat man. Do you know about the I've goat heard the story man? of the goat Ooh, man. I don't know about yeah. This. Yeah. I love the goat man. That's He's so my funny. new best I love friend. That all this stuff is on the internet now. Because <laughs> when you're a kid, you just talk about this stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, but this is just like a legend. Right. Now yeah. it's like I can Google this. Yeah. Yep. And did I? I went down <laughs> Boy, a did I. You did. goat hole. That's a rabbit uh, hole joke, but it's for goats. Went down the goat goats hole. Goats don't have holes. Well, According to several eyewitnesses, the creature is half man, half goat. He's about seven feet tall. Both of my creatures are seven feet tall. They're both really tall, really mm. handsome. Yeah, she has a fetish. <laughs> tall, dark, dark yeah. Yeah. seven foot tall. Wait, wasn't um, Mr. Tumnus uh, from Narnia? Wasn't he a half man, half goat? Yes. So this is Mr. So this Tumnus. Is Mr. Tumnus. Okay. This is uh, just making sure. James McAvoy. That's who this is. <laughs> That's. I'm into it. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna hate pretend it. it's I don't James hate it one bit. from now on. So he's covered from head to toe. In coarse brown hair. He has two horn-like protrusions coming out of his head. Great. His feet are hoofs. Hoofs. Like hoofs. a goat. And his body and uh, body in the face of a man. Its skin has a jaundiced appearance. And he has long, gnarled fingers with grotesque fingernails. So that's less sexy. <laughs> um, most often, he's seen in the early morning when he comes running out of the woods towards the joggers and bikers. Ooh. What? And sometimes throws trash or even tires at them. What? <laughs> that's like his Hello? MO. Yeah. He throws shit at people. Excuse and then just like turns me? around and then and is like, runs bye. Into the woods. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that coming towards no. you as you're just like, dee dee out for my jog. What? Yeah. yeah, and then monster. And the people who have nope. said they've seen him literally don't go there anymore. Right. Like, well, I mean, would you go back? Oh, I would yeah. never ever go yeah. there again. Um, which is the only reason I'm like, maybe they actually do whatever they did. The, maybe they didn't see a goat, but whatever they saw made them go. I'm not going to go to this fantastic lake. Right. I'm not going to jog here ever again yeah, because it a was monster beautiful. throws trash at me at seven <laughs> o'clock in the morning. 
yeah, trash but, monster comes out to visit me. I yeah, can't like right, go exactly. Back. If that had happened out here, you'd be like, yeah, it's just the homeless guy in Santa Monica. Yeah, exactly. That I'll, happens yeah. to me twice a day. Right. Yeah. Like, like, every run I go yeah. on, trash is thrown at just me. What do you talking throwing about? mattresses. But no. But you're right. You described it perfectly. The it's very beautiful and it's very like the trees and there's a giant the guy where the guy hung himself on it's a giant tree and it's really pretty but there is that underlying like just creepiness to it yeah, right yeah, where you just you ever see so some, many bodies there something's just not quite right about it dark vibe all around exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you haven't grown up in that area for sure being i remember being a kid and, and driving through there and just being like Ugh. You just shiver Something a about bit. it, yeah, and it's gotten a lot better now. But I remember, like, yeah, some of the bodies weren't found, but they would uh, actually find bodies in it a lot, and they would really? just be pulling bodies out of. Would they find bodies that they didn't even know, like, were people that were missing, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just kind of the place that for was bodies. The place you put bodies. Oh, cool, you know? you know, like I have a, a a cup holder where I throw my change. Like that's, <laughs> that's, you throw the bodies. Dallas's body. <laughs> Well, what's even more interesting, first of all, the first documented sighting at the lake was in the 1970s, and the most recent sighting was 2016. Well, Ooh. that's too recent. Was that Goatman or the Lady of the Lake? Goatman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, what's even more interesting, actually, I did more research because I was kind of obsessed with this Goatman for more reasons than one. Mm-hmm. White Rock Lake is not the only place in Texas with multiple sightings of a half man, half goat. Excuse me. 16 what? miles away in Plano, Texas, there have Plano. been multiple sightings <laughs> since the 1940s. Okay. One former Plano resident named Kenny Smith. Do you know him? I don't know Kenny. Okay. I, I think I know his grandson. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Smith even remembers the legend behind it. He said... The way I remember it is there was a goat farmer back in the late 1940s who went to school in Plano. Now, this is just the legend. This okay. isn't like a written record. I also went to school in Plano. Did you? I did. Like grade school? No, high school. High school. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's small, right? Yeah, not so much anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it, yeah, it was a small town that's kind of grown. Grown since then. Um, evidently, he... the goat herder had a herd of goats and teenagers went onto his land and decapitated them which Ooh. seems pretty crazy that's real um, rude it teenagers screwed him up. Said did yeah that? teenagers like that's, that's the really tale weird i toilet papered houses <laughs> i know I all i did was go tp this is extreme it screwed him up bad enough where there were incidents in 1950s where a couple teenagers disappeared it even got to the point where there were kids that were drowning in the creek where the Dublin Road crossed at the time. Legend has it that this farmer possibly could have been responsible for all these freakish disappearances and these problems with the teenagers at that time, which makes the drownings at White Rock Lake a hell of a lot creepier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seeing as, especially given the fact that a lot of the bodies never turned up. Yeah. It should also be noted that a lot of the eyewitnesses to the Plano Goatman dating back to the 40s mentioned the Goatman throwing rotten apples and trash at them. Ooh. Which is kind of creepy. Yeah. So, again, I went down the goat hole. Who could the Goatman really be? The closest anyone seems to come up with is, this is kind of a sad story, and this is real. This really happened. Okay. Um, there's a place in Plano called Los Rios. Mm-hmm. Do That's you know? Exactly where I used to live. Really? Yeah. Okay. So you know all these places. As yeah. far as I can tell, it's like luxury apartment or it's a yeah. apartments and a golf course yeah. and stuff like it's that, nice right? Area, yeah. Okay. 
Sounds so, nice. I told you guys I used to live very well uh, before I moved to Cause California. Because you can. Because <laughs> you can in Texas and it's so not I was say, fair. I'm pretty sure it's luxury apartments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like really fancy. I was doing very well. You're so but fancy. But before it was that, back in the 1940s, it was a farm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the yeah, story By the way, there goes, still is. There still is farms there. There still are farms there. Well, yeah. this like particular area, I think where the golf course is actually, it was like an, a pretty large farm. And the story goes that there was a um, mentally handicapped man who lived there before Los Rios was built with his family. And he wouldn't leave after his parents died and the land was sold for development. So he lived in the woods and he roamed the woods at night. And the rumor at the time was if you were caught out there after dark, you were never seen again. So I did try and look up whether or not there was an abundance of missing children and missing persons in the 1940s and 50s in Plano, Texas. And unfortunately, I couldn't find anything of note, mostly because this is super horrible. Uh, The remains of a 23-year-old who's been missing since 2014 were found last month in Plano. And every single, like time i would try and search right. those keywords that's all that's that i would, would get that's all that would pop yeah. up Oof. so every combination of plano missing children whatever yeah. gave me 50 articles about that so i couldn't find anything but i did find a plano timeline that did say in the 1940s the hunt family began buying farmland to develop in plano and the surrounding areas including what is now los rios so my theory is that what we could be dealing with is like a cropsy situation. Mm-hmm. Like the local boogeyman stories that everyone knows to warn teenagers from like staying out too late or like sure. yeah. going to Lover's Lane is yeah. actually based in something real. Like there was this man who lived in the woods who quite possibly killed, killed or kidnapped right. some people and all of a sudden this goat man legend was born. Yeah. But it does not explain why in 2016 someone saw a half man half goat throw a tire at them. Right. right. Or the cold spots in the and the hot Or the end. cold yeah, spots. Like something so bizarre is yeah. happening yeah. With There's that. definitely something weird yeah. at White Rock Lake. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you guys ever go there, just go there because you'll you'll feel it. Really? You'll it's just it like sure. an, it's just an energy that's right. kind You're of just strange. Like, oh, like, I think like, I want to love weird. this place. Like I wouldn't hang out there. Like if my friends like, yeah, I got a boat, we're going on White Rock Lake, I'd be like, no, I'm good. Yeah, you like, don't want to go would. there. No, I wouldn't. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. But we would joke about it. We'd be like, ah, you know, you know, that's don't you know, we drive you drive by there and be like, ah, that's where the bodies are, you know, whatever. I think you know, people that come into town like know like I, f- I forgot. Who was back home visiting me? But anyways, I was like, yeah, that's where the bodies are. And I would point to the lake, you know, Mm -hmm. like someone from out here. So that's just kind of like the known thing. But I didn't know that it was like that. Yeah, there was so much crazy stuff. There's also another part, another like dark road, which I think this might also just be the goat man because it was called like the hairy man. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's like a, a hairy man that's been seen like lurking in the bushes. And it's like. Cool. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> what is he doing? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hate Creepy. It. Creepy. So those are the monsters of Texas. And then, of course, like I said, they have a lake monster. Mm-hmm. They have a Sasquatchy guy. They have a hairy dude in the bushes. Like right. They've got all kinds nice of Nice little stuff. hairy man. <laughs> no, those were good, unique, weird ones. Yeah, very well strange. Done. Big fan. Oh. Plano was also the where the, like the heroin crisis was in like the nineties. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Like there was a huge epidemic. It was like heroin capital of of America really? for a long time. Yeah, MTV a did a thing on it, and it was like 
Yeah, so there's also some like dark stuff there regarding like all that. When I was researching too, in the 80s, there was a big rash of teenager suicides in Plano. Yeah, maybe oh, wow. Plano just had some like yeah, there's a dark injury, yeah. dark shit going. Yeah, yeah, yeah on there's a lot Plano. exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. dark vibes all because around. that was interesting when I was trying to find like children in in Plano. Like that was one thing that came up. There's an article that was called like Why Plano. It's from like 1983, mm-hmm. and it was just about uh, one teenager died in a car accident they were drag racing because that was mm. something you did in the 80s and a teenager died and his friend who was with him killed himself like four days later and then no joke like in in very short period of time like six or seven more teenagers killed themselves and the parents of the town were like losing their mind because yeah. they were like what do we do I mean I went yeah, to high school there and that? kids killed themselves I yeah. never like experienced that before you know I mean yeah. I guess that's maybe that's a like a thing that happens in high school like obviously I probably wouldn't have experienced that in like elementary school right yeah. but, you but know, at the sucks. same time but, I didn't yeah. experience it when I was in high school right but I remember vividly like that happening at our high school oh, so. I can't uh, imagine ugh. yeah just a bad feeling. You're right. What's going on in Plano? Maybe I don't want to go back. You're right. Don't go back, right. back to Texas. <laughs> I want to hear about Waco. So, okay. Yeah. So, mine was... Tell us some things. Uh, David Koresh. I, I don't know if you guys were old enough to remember. No, we okay. we mentioned him in our cult episode. Very briefly okay. talked about David Koresh, but we didn't go into detail about like the I haven't madness. done a deep dive. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we watched it on the news. Like We watched it live. Oh, like, shit. Oh like a thing right so there was like a this standoff well so people who who don't know david koresh was part of the branch davidians uh it was basically a cult that he he was like the leader of and long story short the atf the um alcohol tobacco and firearms like yeah. raided it there was a shootout crazy standoff mm-hmm. you know people on both sides got killed and then it eventually got the compound like burned to the ground. Yeah. And I think it was like 70 something people died. Like horrible. Yeah. It was crazy. And so there was a lot of like, there was a controversy about like who shot for, it was like a very Han Solo thing. Yeah. Who shot first, which side, you know, um, who started the fire. There's no one's really sure how David Koresh died. Okay. Um, they don't know. Some people say it was suicide. Some people say like the uh, ATF shot him. Some people say like one of his own people shot him. Like no one really knows. So there's a lot of weird stuff surrounding that. So mysterious. But yeah, but so like how I gotta... long was the standoff? Wasn't it insanely long? Yeah, it was really long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was like God. It was so. It, I don't remember the exact time. Maybe we can look it up. But I, it lasted so long that actually the and I'll go and I'll go over this, but like the branch Davidian stopped shooting. So the ATF could come and get their dead and their wounded to drag them out off. Ugh. Oh my God. And started back up again. Wow. Yeah. So the timeline was that I had just written some, like some key notes about this dude. So like David Koresh was like dysfunctional family born into that. Right. Yep. Uh, That's how it happens. Yeah. Mom's boyfriend's mom started dating a violent alcoholic. Uh, he was sent to live with the grandmother. The usual. You know, the normal stuff. Did he get a head injury? He, you know what? That's what I was actually what I was looking for, and I didn't see that. All right. Uh, I I sometimes say, the that's family a, that's is a, enough yeah. if you have a terrible upbringing. If you have family and head injury, you're like, done. Oh, like, yeah. This guy doomed. Yeah. He yeah. might have had a chance. 22 years old, he knocked up a 15-year-old, you know. Yikes. Oh, stand-up guy, stand-up yeah, guy. you know. 1983, he started claiming the gift of prophecy. And- hmm. 
it's like the same with like oh, that's what like, I hate about like most cult leaders. It's it's mostly it's like God's telling them to bang chicks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's it's usually like, what God it is. God wants right. me to have sex. God wants me to have sex all, all of the your time. time. Right, exactly. Yep. Uh Stacy, you wouldn't believe this. <sighs> God talk to me again. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of like what he, like he would do. Like he was thrown out of church because he like was in love with the pastor's daughter and he was like praying about it and then he opened the Bible to a random page and it basically said go for it like he interpreted it as, and so like he wouldn't let that go so they kicked him out of that uh, it was 51 days 51 days yeah By it, the was, way, like, it was crazy was like, that long. is yeah. so nutty too and long so too long he started so there was uh, the Branch Davidians was uh, another sect that he became interested in it was like a religious thing and he started becoming involved with the 65 year old woman that was like the leader at that point um, and they she told him that she had a prophecy that God wanted them to have a child, which would be the chosen one. So she kind of used it on him as well. Tricky, tricky. Right. Mm-hmm. So God's always just trying to get people to bang. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um, but so so they had a thing, and then the son of of the mom got mad because he was like, yo, I'm supposed to take over. Not, I'm the chosen one. Right. Not, yeah, I'm the chosen one. <laughs> not the dude, future child. Not the one banging my mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he forces him out at gunpoint. He forces David out of okay, the Oh, he, for, he yeah. had the gun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gunpoint, got him out of there. Um, so Was the, it mid-coitus? I don't think so. I don't think it was a jealousy thing. I think it was like a barged in the room. Right. Get off, yeah, get off mom. Uh, you're not my dad. Uh, so, so David Caress set up camp 90 miles away with 25 followers, right? That followed him. And they lived in like, like abandoned buses Shanties. and like, yeah, like, like it's awful. Yeah. It was nice. really gross for two years. This dude must have been mad charming though. For like two yeah, years, they seriously. just, yeah. He so, was handsome. What? Yeah, it like Ish, that white trash. I mean, tra- like yeah, white yeah, trash yeah. in a white yeah. trash handsome. Probably drove way. a Camaro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, not gosh. like in a. Yeah, he played in a band, no. so I'm sure he wasn't like. Hunky, he, he's not but... gonna be like a, an Avenger. Sure, right. he's not gonna I mean? be an Avenger. Yeah, right. no he doesn't have. The <laughs> he doesn't have that charm. Right, but maybe a Daisy confused extra, but people like right. You know what I mean? That's a good description. So, so girls are into him, and then, um, so then the the mom dies, right, and then the kid. And then the son, George, takes over. Great. Right. And he starts kind of losing followers. <laughs> it's so funny to read this out loud because it's like, we're just all like followers and likes. Like, it's just full circle, right? You know, like, <laughs> That's so, all we are now. So David Grish has more likes and more followers. And then <laughs> and the cult George leader, is losing right? his losing followers. Follower. He's like the MySpace right now. And Snapchat, Koresh is yeah. like growing, right? So, yeah. so this dude, uh, George Roden... <laughs> challenges David Koresh to a duel of sorts. Cool. Of to just <laughs> cool. To a contest to raise the dead, basically. What? Right. Yeah. Let's so, compete in raising the dead. Right. Okay. So you've got your followers. I'm like up here with my followers, right? I'm gonna he basically calls him out like roast battle almost. Like he calls him out to like Raise the dead. Yeah. I'm into all of this. Right. I just watched Wild Wild Country and I'm dying to join a cult. So like, okay, keep going. Right. Just tell people that God wants you to bang them. You'll (laughs) be fine. Give me money. So so to the point where they dig up a body, like they dig up a corpse. They dig up a body? Right. They dig up a corpse. And And try to raise it back. Whatever. Who knows what they try to do. I don't know. Uh, So David Koresh, and this is where like, like, I, I got like a lot of respect for him. He goes... 
He goes to the cops. <laughs> <laughs> what? He just goes to the authorities and goes, this yeah, this dude, up right? Because he wants up in. bodies. Go get him. He wants into the compound. He wants right. back at the. It was like Mount Carmel or whatever oh the compound God. was. He like he wants to throw him. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, this dude's weird. So he that he was actually narks a smart him. Move. Yeah. And the cops like, yeah, yeah we can't just take really- your. It's a religious compound. We can't just take your word for it. And he goes, all right, I'll bring you pictures, right? So him and his his followers go. They sneak into the compound to get pictures. There's a gunfight, right? Uh, George is pinned down. They all get arrested. David Crest and his followers go to the judge. They go to trial because they're all arrested for this gunfight. Uh, and and they're all acquitted. They're all acquitted. And David Crest had a mistrial. And their defense was we were trying to get pictures of a dead body that this guy like dug from the ground. Right. So everyone was like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, right. yeah. We use guns to do it. Yeah. And like, I'm sure like some Texas jury was like, well, yeah, get his pictures. Well, of yeah, the body. of course. Right. <laughs> Guys, you can't you just go digging up bodies. Right. So none of them did any time. Okay. And, okay. Including George? Including George. Wow. Oh, including yeah. George. I feel He'd like the judge trouble. was like, I'm confused. I'm just yeah. going to let y'all go home. Yeah. yeah. Well, George, George was never on trial in, the, in this because they never got the pictures. They never found oh, the body. Okay. Oh, gotcha. So technically, they, he was, they were wounded. trespassing. He was a wounded dude yeah. that was got shot on okay. his property. So yeah. there was nothing. So. Uh, so then Roden uh, kills a guy with an axe. Great. Right? Because this this other guy claims to be the, the true messiah, right? Mm. So George is not only like losing favor with his people, he can't raise the dead, and he's been injured, right? Yeah. So this other guy steps up, like, I'm the true messiah, and then he takes an axe to his head and kills him. Ooh. He goes to jail, right? George goes obviously. to jail, obviously. I hope so. Right. This is like Mean Girls. Yes. Yeah, right. This is like the cult version You can't of be mean the girls. queen bee. Like, I'm the queen bee. <laughs> right, he's just drinking I want to be Regina George. Yes. Uh, <laughs> super weird, right? <laughs> uh, uh, so he goes to jail, and then there's a bunch of taxes and stuff that need to be paid because they haven't been paying on the compound. So David Koresh steps up, pays it, moves in. Like, he just kind of like takes over. Notices that there's a methamphetamine lab in the complex. Again, shocker authority. Yeah. <laughs> it has Just it removed. Tattling. Yeah, it has tattling it all around. For, for, I want to move in here, but there's a meth lab. Right. In the, the meth basement. lab needs to go for for the chosen. When he's kind of a narc, he is. So he called. They they remove the meth lab, right? Okay. And everything's okay. fine. Everything's chill. He's got his little cult there. Then there's like the allegations of like child abuse, right? And statutory rape, allegedly, allegedly sleeping with children. Yeah, but not like children. No, but like like, fifteen, sixteen years old, way too young of people. Yes, exactly. And how old is he at that time? At this point, I think he's thirty something. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Too old to be sleeping with fifteen year old. Correct. You know, and there's a uh, there's some statutory rape allegations. There's a six month investigation that led to like nothing. There was no. Every all of his brides and all of his ch- he because he was having kids with a lot of these women they were all yeah. everything was legit. Yeah. There was one girl that was a little iffy, but there was another guy who stepped up and said, "No, that's my wife. That's my kid." Okay, covered it right up. Right, yeah. So that kind of got swept under the rug. But that was the kind of the catalyst to start the invest when when Janet Reno went after him. That was one of the things that she got everyone like. She was re- like Wait. They're banging kids and they're they're beating kids there, so they got everyone that. That comes up later. But um, so the sexual allegations never went anywhere. But in uh, in 1992, a UPS driver. So they're getting guns delivered to the compound. Right. Mm-hmm. And in 1992, a UPS driver, like the package is like it's like broken on delivery. Right. So he's kind of like sees inside 
and there's like grenade shells. There's like, uh, 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 you know, a lot of firearms, black powder, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So the UPS guy tells like, hey, I'm del- we're delivering like a lot of like weapons to this weapons place. Weapons yeah. to the small place. Right. So then the. Uh, and they were obviously, were they buying them legally? Well, see, okay, so that so that what happens next was so now they start forming an investigation against these people, and they go to actually their arms dealer, and the arms dealer gets David Koresh on the phone, okay, gets this investigator on the phone, and it's like they're talking. David Koresh is like, "You're more than welcome to come down to the compound. I'll show you the arms and the paperwork." Okay. And then okay. The detective never responded to that. He's like, "No, I'm not going to do that." So they set up an investigation. Like an undercover investigation, but like it was so t- like they'd moved in like it's, this is such like 1990s, like uh, like Beverly Hills cop. Like they move into the <laughs> house across the street. Oh, right? my gosh. As a state. But they're all like in their 30s. All the right. cops driving like really nice cars. Right. Right. And like they're like they were Just posing becoming as, the neighbors. Yeah. As local college students. What? That was their cover. Oh my god! But Did they look them... anything like? No, uh, they were all in the. They were all in their thirties, and they oh, were all man. like not keeping hours that were consistent with going to college. So everyone knew, like the whole neighborhood knew. Yeah. It was like Twenty One Jump Street, where it's exactly. like, yes. you're forty, right. like you're, you're not, not in, in high school. school. You look old right. as fuck. Right. It's also like three o'clock in the afternoon. You're just right. not. Yeah. You're just here. So they knew that that was going on, right? And they were trying to build an investigation of him. And then there was another guy who went in undercover, and like after the first day, David Crush like, oh yeah, this guy's is a you're not is a cop. Yeah. So like, but he never told. You can't him. narc on a narc. You can't narc on a narc. This guy knows narcs. <laughs> yeah. So they just let him hang out there. He never. Never blew his cover. So, anyways, um, uh, 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 so they're doing the thing across the street, and then um, there was something else happened. I think that was when Janet Reno kind of stepped in and was like, "Okay, automatic weapons." There was another. Oh, that's right. The local newspaper did a story about the compound, right? And they started breaking these like these guys. They think they're he they. They didn't like that he was saying he was the chosen one, that he was the son of yeah. Jesus. He was that always gets a little hairy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was the thing with like Wild Wild Country, say, where it was like, yeah. oh, Mishis, they're just they an like... agricultural group. But as soon as it was like we worship this guy, they yep. were like, what? Like, no, yeah. now <laughs> I'm weirded out. You by start you. throwing Jesus around, yeah, like you, you could throwing, beat some like, kids. worship around. Yeah, 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 you could sleep with some 15 year old. Don't <laughs> you say you're the son of Jesus? <laughs> Don't say you're the son of God. Don't we can't forget that this is the South. Yep. So they started. So they started stockpiling weapons and then um and then the atf they started building their case they noticed that there is like shipments coming in of weapons and uh and that's when they the atf decided to do their investigation and the way that they were found out was the um hold on i have it here the um so they said so they were connected they knew they were going to raid they knew they were going to raid the compound on this day right they went to the paper. They were like, please stop posting these. Because the, all the newspapers were like, someone needs to take action. Somebody, and they're like, we're taking action. Like, yeah. we've been in this yeah, house we're, yeah. stop wearing it. fake mustaches and sunglasses <laughs> for over a month now. We're going to rate them on this they day. They think we're college students. Right. Yeah. We're cool. Yeah. Yeah. We got this. But the way that the Branch Davidians were tipped off was that a – so everyone knew about it. Everyone yeah. knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. A reporter in a van – with cameras was on his way to the compound, stopped and asked a uh, postal worker for directions, which happened to be David Koresh's brother-in-law. Oh, <laughs> no way. way. So, so they lost every single element of surprise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that that's, sucks. Yeah. They then, could have potentially, because the thing is, all they had to do was take down David. That's right? all they wanted, right? And this that wasn't was like SEAL Team 6. Like, no. these were not, they weren't the but, brightest 
They were not group. prepared. For right. This. They Doesn't went in like Wild Wild West, guns a blazing. Yeah, they pew, were pew, like pew. local Waco. America. Yeah. yeah. And so oh, and so what happened? So there was a standoff and no one really knows who shot first. A lot of people think it was um, the canine unit for the ATF that was sent to shut down the dogs. So they think that they shot a dog or two okay. on our side, and that's what started the gunfight. Mm-hmm. But nobody really knows. The, one of the sides of the doors is missing to this day because you can tell, like, the, are the exit wounds coming from outside? Or are they shooting? Yeah. So that side has been missing. No one's been able to see the door. Um, and then they brought in, like, they brought in a battering ram, basically, and they shoved, like, shot gas in there to kind of flush them out or whatever. But the crazy thing was that um, there was a lot of, like, stuff within the investigation that like didn't really um that didn't really add up because one of the things they asked was like no pyrotechnics like they didn't because there's children there right yeah right and so but they actually ended up using them anyways and for like uh, like years um no one said anything about it right so like they found like grenade casings that like all this stuff and and so they hid it for years where they had to reopen the investigation to oh be like, gosh. did you guys use? Did you guys use grenades you after you were told to. you're not supposed to use grenades? Yeah. So, so basically, what happened was like they found out like a hundred, um, uh, a hundred officers knew that they had done it, and no one said anything. Oh, and by the time they reopened the investigation, everything had been bulldozed, and like, yeah. Th- so no late. one really knows who started the fire. A lot of people think it was the cult itself. You could, they would, they, they, but no one really a hundred percent. No one knows for sure. Right? Yeah, they did an investigation, and they there is Branch Davidians that are saying like they heard people like we need to get our fuel on. David said we need to like burn the place, right? And they did bring in gasoline, so it, it looks like they probably burnt the place to the ground. It's probably them, right? But the fact that there was a document that detailed that they did throw in, uh, you know, gas grenades that do to have a little bit of pirate mm-hmm. that affidavit had has been missing it was just been missing oh for like years uh so there's a lot of weird Fishy. stuff yeah there was a lot of weird stuff uh around it um but I the feel fight- like it was just a mess yeah you know what i mean like it was just one of those things it was like burn after reading at the end of the movie where he's like what what do we learn from this and they're like mm-hmm. i don't fucking know yeah you know what i mean because right. it's like everyone messed up Right. Everyone lied. Mm-hmm. We're never going to know what happened. We're not going to know because they got rid of all the evidence. Everything's so now wrong. it's just like, it was bad. Yep. Just remember that it was terrible. Yeah, it was really messy and really clunky and like horribly executed and like on both sides to where like they used the, the they were like, we got to, we're going in there because he's like abusing kids. We have to protect kids. And there's like a, like a multiple day shootout where like a bunch of kids die. Right. Yeah. You know, and like, like 82 people die. Were you protecting die. the kids at all? Right. And they tried to say that there was a, there was the, they tried to get the ATF involved because of, um, you know, the firearms, but they were also like, and there's a meth lab in there and there's drugs. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when he had had it removed. Yeah. And- he was the one that reported the meth lab. Right. There yeah. was a helicopter. There was that like they the helicopter flew in as like a diversion, but it got shot at, so it had to like fly away. And then the place just <laughs> eventually just burned burned to the ground. And I think it was like eighty two people were inside of it. It was like wow. yeah. That's intense. Was David inside when yeah. it burned to the ground? He, he was, died? He died and he was found with a hole in his head. Okay. So he was shot first. Uh but okay. no one really knows from, if it was a cop, if it was himself, if it was a follower of yeah. his. Yeah, could yeah. have been anyone. Could have been anybody. Yeah. Wow. And the detective that I was telling you that was undercover there, like, got tipped that they were about to raid. So he, they just let him leave, right? They just let, and they asked him what they were doing in there. And he said they were praying. Hmm. Right. And so, super weird. Very bizarre. 
Yeah. It's sketchy on both sides. Like <laughs> both is. sides yeah. are really sketchy. Like I don't love the like, way it was handled either me, way. Part of me is kind of like, what if like this guy was totally cool and we've just twisted the story on our we end so much so to much make worse. it seem like he was a bad guy. Right. I think there's a little probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I'm definitely. Sure, like I don't know. There's that like part of you that's like, okay, so they're stockpiling weapons and they're like having yeah, that's sex not with great. each other. It's not great, but also like they're also sticking to themselves. They're also like not hurting yeah. anybody. Yeah, they're keeping. Yeah, they're keeping to themselves. Got like you said, they're not lab. going out in the world and hurting other people. Right, and then you get, yeah, got rid of the drugs. Then you get the religious aspect involved, and then that's when that's people when people start go crazy. Out. Yeah, and that's like, when it's like religious persecution. It's like yeah. there's freedom of religion. We can worship whatever we want. It's right. just like the Rajneeshis. I know it keeps bringing me back to the Rajneeshis. In Oregon, and just wrong. like they kept to themselves, they just wanted their land. They were doing their own thing, but then as soon as other people got involved, that's when they got weapons. They're like, "Well, now we need to arm ourselves because you guys are attacking us and yeah, bombing you our hotel." Our hotel, we didn't do anything to right. you, right? Yeah, there was a survey like after it happened, like sixty-one percent of Americans believe that the federal law enforcement individuals started the fire. So it prompted uh, General Reno to like reopen a special investigations like council to like to determine like. Did we handle this prop? Like right. now, I think Did we, we go would just the proper channels. Right now, you send in like three dudes in the middle of the night to like sh- shoot him while he's sleeping. Yeah. You know, back then it was like this like whole like ordeal. Yeah, you didn't... everyone just wanted to. You know, yeah. it was sort of the first case of it in modern times where we had to deal with that situation. Sure. Right, and you know, you have to think about. You have to think about the fact that, uh, well, one, the the whole the Rajneesh Param thing already happened. Mm -hmm. So we already saw how that ended up. That was bad. And then before that, we had, you know, Jim Jones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you see where these what these things lead to. But it's like. 51 days of shooting each other. Like, (laughs) what did you think was going to happen? I know this is going to have a terrible ending. Both sides like we're losing people and yeah. You know, and eventually sacrificing all these lives. Yeah, I think I think the missing affidavit. I, I'm probably the 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 branch civilians probably let the whole place on fire. They were seen with gasoline. Yeah, they were seen going. David says we need to light the place up. Right. Let's just go down burning. Right. The missing affidavit means that they probably threw in some gas grenades that sh- that admit a little bit of spark, which they right. weren't supposed to do. So they hid that. You know, for like. 10 years yeah they're like yeah no we don't know we didn't no, throw yeah. anything in that right like that. right i'm sure like they didn't look great but the, it being missing is probably just the government covering their own asses yeah, which they sure. tend to do oh um, yes after like, the fact who shot first does it really matter at that point no, right no, not at all you've got both sides that's the least of the with worst. automatic weapons mm-hmm. in the middle of waco you know <laughs> People like, yeah, it's going desert, right? Yeah, yeah but I've been living for this. So right. who really? This is you know, the time. He, it, it is very unfortunate that so many like kids and like and women were. Yeah, I think that's what makes that. me the most sad is how many children were there. Because the whole the whole thing was to go in there and to protect the kids. I know. Yeah, which that's why I'm like bullshit. Yeah. So you were going to take David down any means necessary. I, d- you know what? It's funny. I don't remember it because I what was that? 1992. Mm-hmm. So I was four. Yeah, I was So I don't three. remember it. But I do remember from I Love the 90s. Mm. Remember the VH1? Oh, yes. <laughs> I loved that show. I remember they talked about it in I Love the 90s because it was a huge thing that happened. And I remember being like fascinated and looking up some stuff about David, the oh, son of God. David. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Just don't say you're Jesus. Just don't no. say you're Jesus. Yeah, we'll burn Never you down. Say you're Jesus. We'll burn you down. Burn you down to the ground. I just love the the undercover college kids. That across is the street. I want to see that thing movie. I've ever seen. I yeah. think that, that would be a make... hilarious oh my God, movie. Yeah. But like we're doing really the other dark, side of the Waco, really Texas dark situation. Comedy. Yeah. 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 Like, look at these college kids. It's college just Super guys. Troopers 3. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Oh, my God. That's oh perfect. Oh, my God. That would be perfect. If Super Super Troopers 3 Waco yep. would Waco. be yeah, We would have be to make perfect. that movie. Um, so I have a, um, a little quick thing about murderers in Texas. Do you guys know about the Texas killing fields? No. No. <gasps> what could... The Texas Killing Fields be don't Google it or do Google it. I don't care. But you're going to find out next week because that's all the time we have for Keep It Weird. Stay tuned after the episode to hear a clip of Justin's stand-up from his live album Dangerless, which you can find on iTunes or Spotify. We didn't get to hear a lot from Lauren this week, but don't you worry because next week she's going to be telling us all about some of the most haunted places in Texas. And boy, oh freaking boy, are these places haunted. We're also going to be chatting about a few more murders, a great place to see a couple million bats, and Justin will be with us again, and he shares a story about a night that he spent partying with the undead. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KeepItWeirdCast and our Facebook page KeepItWeird. Check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast to find ways that you can help contribute to the show. Send your questions, comments, and stories to keepitweirder at gmail.com or you can always message us on Instagram or Facebook. Head over to iTunes and rate us five stars. Pretty, pretty, please. Make sure you come back next week for part two of this Hometown Haunts episode. If there's anything that we've learned from doing this episode, it's don't mess with Texas and always keep it weird. I just feel like now everything's trying to kill me. Like I was like such an idiot for so long and escaped death so many times. Like now everything is just trying to kill me. Like, there's a sign above my apartment complex that says, warning, contents in this apartment have been known to cause cancer in the state of California. Oh, yeah, I went, great, now my apartment's trying to kill me? Like, no one should die in the studio? My landlord came over, I'm just screaming at him, I'm like, what the hell does this mean? She goes, well, you know, by law, we discovered contents in this apartment, so I had to take a stand, I had to legally do something. And I was like, well, what'd you do? She goes, well, I put up the sign. I'm like, no. That's not doing something. Removing the cancer is doing something. I'm screaming at her. She's like, sorry, I need you to calm down and take a deep breath. I was like, I can't. That's the problem. I'm going to bed inside a pack of Marlboros every night. My kitchen has a Surgeon General warning. This is not fair.